there's a lot of information on the website about EVs. In particular, I want to uh, talk to you about some of our EV savings and benefits that are available to our customers. I wanted to uh, indicate to you that uh, we have a new commercial electric vehicle charging pilot that we just began in April, uh, the beginning of April, and provides rebates for electric vehicle chargers that are installed uh, from 2022 to 2023. And uh, it's available for commercial, industrial, governmental customers, and it offsets costs associated with uh, the installation of EV charging stations. It provides um, incentives uh, for the municipalities to engage in uh, creating their charging stations and then obtaining informa information and incentives for uh, the make ready costs for the EV charging stations. Now, I don't know how you how familiar you are with what, what we call make ready costs, but make ready costs are everything that has to do with uh, from the Pico meter back to the transformer and the EV station itself. So as you know, Pico owns the meter. And then when you're installing uh, any type of facility like an EV charging station, you have a lot of back-end work that you have to do. You have to select your site. You have to select your location. You would uh, purchase your EV charging station from an EV charging station provider. And then all of the costs associated with getting that uh, site ready to accept power, what we call the make ready costs. And for an incentive for that, um, we are offering the lesser of $2,000 per charging port or 50% of the make ready costs as an incentive. So it's not 100% um, payment for the make ready costs, but it does provide you with uh, some offsets associated with um, doing that. And each uh, one of our customers can receive rebates for a maximum number of 20 ports or and 20 individual plugs, if you will, for uh, EV vehicles. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with the different types of uh, charging stations that are out there, uh, but uh, they're usually called level one, level two, or uh, fast charging electric vehicle uh, charging ports. A level one charger is one that you would have most likely in your home. It operates on 110 voltage, 120, 110 voltage. It uh, takes about, uh, it charges at a rate of about three to five miles per hour. So you can see that it will take a fairly long time to charge your vehicle up. And, and typically that's in a, a residential setting. Um, it does not typically require any uh, new wiring, but it is like an, an additional electric outlet. In your home and if you had a charging station uh, that uh, is commercially available uh, you'd have that charging station uh, established in the wiring of your home and then you'd have your dedicated plug uh, for your charger and typically those level one chargers cost in the neighborhood of 700 to a thousand dollars in the home and they are becoming more and more popular 
in uh, residential settings. Uh, there are some new residential builders out there today that are at least allowing and planning for them uh, in the layouts of their homes so that they're set up to accept a, a, an EV charging station if a buyer would like to have one. And typically they're not you know, that expensive to, uh, to uh, install. Like I said, it's uh, not a lot of different wiring that occurs. So that's a level one charging station, level two charging station. And if I am telling you things you already know, interrupt me, okay? Uh, don't feel you know. Don't feel obligated to uh, sit there and listen to me babble on about things that uh, that you know. But a level two charging station takes up a little, a, a bit of a notch. And um, there, you're talking about a uh, a dedicated outlet that would be similar to another dryer hookup or another oven hookup. It's uh, usually 208, 240 for that unit. It is a uh, charging unit that will uh, charge at a higher rate. Usually it's 15 to 40 miles per hour of charging. It takes about five to six hours of uh, time to charge a vehicle up to about 90% or so for the range. It's a little more robust. It probably is I would like to think a little bit better than the level one charger nowadays for even a residential use because it allows you the opportunity to charge your vehicle, um, you know, a lot faster and um, gives you that opportunity. But you would it would require you to have another uh, two forty uh, outlet, another in an essence another furnace connection or a, a uh, furnace connection or a similar type voltage there, like an oven in order to, uh, to connect to that. And that gives you a, a charge for about five or six hours. It charges up in five or six hours. And then the fast chargers are out there and they're usually the ones that are being put in by entities like uh, Wawa and others. Uh, that are out there, they are uh, meant to charge much more quickly. They're at 240 to 480 volts. They deliver two to 13 miles per hour, uh, miles per minute, and it takes about anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes uh, to uh, charge a vehicle. So they're becoming more prevalent in commercial settings. Uh, there are entities, like I said, like Wawa, and sometimes shopping malls and retail centers that are putting those in. And uh, it gives you an opportunity to get a, a faster charge. And then there's continual development of chargers. And they're really trying now to create an environment where you can get a significant charge in about 15 minutes or so to, to make it more like filling up at your gas station as a, as a Point of comparison. In fact, um, there are some uh, larger Walmart convenience stores, just as an example, that are putting charging stations in behind, in, in the parking areas behind the stores, uh, away from the gas pumps, and they're being used by customers to uh, 
charge their vehicles. And so um, there's a whole range of uh, opportunities available for that. And uh, you know, we're willing to help municipalities. There are you know, a number of municipalities now uh, that have made the decision to consider EV charging stations. And uh, we're happy to provide uh, some uh, assistance to the townships and boroughs that are interested in doing that should you want to do that. Um, I think things to consider are obviously the location where you'd like that to be located. Uh, it's usually helpful if it can be in an area near a, a major road, if you're open to having vehicles charged not only by your residents, but perhaps by others who may be passing through. There are entities out there like ChargePoint and EVGo that are actually trying to create charging networks. And if you go on the ChargePoint website and the EVGo website, you'll be able to uh, get more information about the charging networks that they're trying to build. Some have uh, subscription services available so that you know for a fee, you'll have access to uh, the availability of those charging stations uh, through what is similar to a membership fee uh, that, that's being uh, entertained. And there is a uh, another program not operated by PICO, but operated by Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection. It's the Alternative Fuels Incentive Grant Program. It's been around actually for um, a number of uh, years, I think about uh, two or three years, and they just announced another round of funding uh, for um, entities that are interested in perhaps purchasing EV vehicles uh, for fleet purposes. And municipalities, uh, as an example, are eligible to do that. And they're also, um, they provide grant funds for uh, the uh, charging stations themselves. Um, the, um, there are a couple of examples that are here relatively local in the last round uh, that may give you some sense of uh, what the assistance is like and examples. Uh, Middletown Township just received a $215,000 grant to install four DC fast chargers for public use to charge EV vehicles. So they actually secured a grant to, uh, to do that. And that's our intention uh, is to develop those fast chargers. They're the ones that I, I mentioned last in my you know, previous section of the remarks. Do you know where those are being installed? I'm sorry? Do you know where those I are being installed? I do not know. Would they be, if the township got it, would it be on like municipal property? I would think it would be on municipal property. Um, Stephanie Teolikules is the manager. Nick Bala is the assistant manager. I think Nick does more uh, grant writing. Uh, so you may want to connect with Nick yeah. and, and uh, talk to him about uh, you know, what they have uh, planned there. Um, but they're doing just the charging stations themselves at this point. Of course, they could always go for another round, but in this current round, they went for the charging stations themselves. 
an example of an entity that went forward with uh, vehicles is Delaware County. They actually received uh, two grants in the last round and uh, they received um, a grant of uh, $300,000, I believe. Yeah, they, they, um, they have two projects, $300,000 for 69 EV vehicles that they're actually purchasing for a fleet. Um, and then they received $300,000 to install 22 level two chargers. And I think the idea there for Delaware County, I know one of the entities there that they were interested in, in in uh, utilizing the EV vehicles for was that health department. So I think a large number of the EV vehicles for the county there are gonna be used by the health department uh, for, for use. And that, uh, I'll send an email to you that will give you information about uh, the website where you can go on and get additional information about the DEP, um, grant program. And you may, you may be interested, I've, I've got a couple of uh, notes here that, uh, so what, what does an EV vehicle cost to, uh, to charge up on, you know, in terms of use on for an electric bill? And um, if you were to assume that uh, you could, you would pay about 13 cents a kilowatt hour for electricity. Um, it would be about $50 a month to uh, charge a vehicle that would operate for um, about 15,000 miles. So it's not necessarily a large amount of money that you're spending, uh, but there is a cost associated, obviously. And of course, it's, it's comparing pretty favorably now with uh, gasoline being the cost that it is. Um, but it, it is an opportunity, you know, to save, uh, save money on fuel costs. It's obviously cleaner uh, from an environmental point of view to operate an EV rather than a, a gas fuel vehicle. So, uh, so that's information that I have on the, on the DE program, um, the DEP program. The website, if you're interested, and I'll follow it up with an email, but it's um, dep.pa.gov slash citizen slash grants, loans, rebates, and that'll get you uh, to the DEP website where you can get additional information. I'll stop there. Anybody have any questions that you want to ask of me about, about EVs or? Sure. Uh, with the charging stations, have you found that uh, commercial use is putting them in hidden places or in prime parking spaces? It's a mixed bag. I think that I think now that uh, it's becoming more prevalent, EV use is growing uh, fairly rapidly. 
And I think now there is a move to make them more prominent in their location, to make them available to main roads, not necessarily tucked away at a park, as an example. No, I, I meant in the parking lot. It's going to be at the front. Do you see those? It, it would we be, like this right at the front door it, or put it at the far end of the parking lot where people don't shop much? Um, those that I've seen, again, it's been, a, it's been a mixed bag. I've seen examples of some, not necessarily around here, but in places like uh, Baltimore, Maryland, D.C., in that area. They are, you know, fairly prevalent. Uh, they are <clears throat> sometimes situated right near where um, handicap parking is, or uh, now you have customers that are pulling up for online orders, as an example, in some of the grocery stores. And I've seen in some cases, you know, they're, they're fairly prominent, you know, in, in those locations and mixed in. And then there are others that are a little bit further tucked away. But I think you're, as time goes on, my belief is that you will see them uh, much more prominent in, in a parking lot uh, location. Yeah. What's the cost of, let's say I have a, a commercial building? Right. So, so it, again, it depends um, on the uh, the type of charger that you're interested in putting in, and I think that in commercial applications, they're moving more towards the DC fast charger because I think it's more beneficial to a shopper or or to an employee or uh, or or a user in general. And depending upon uh, how large it is, it can be anywhere from 28,000 to as much as $140,000 to put a DC fast charger in. So they're not inexpensive, they, you know, and that's why, you know, you are finding them more in, um, you know, commercial settings. It could be a, uh, a commercial office building or a commercial office center that could be located let's say in downtown Philadelphia. And so it's a, a large complex. Um, could even be, I don't have a specific example, but a medical complex like a chop or pen or a location like that, you know, they, they are exploring them for use and they have obviously much more in the way of capital resources in order to, to do something like that. Uh, most uh, often you're going to see the, uh, you know, the level two charger and they're about $2,000, generally uh, $2,000 for the station. Sometimes they're a little bit less than that and about uh, $1,700 for the, the labor associated with getting everything put together. So for about $4,000, sometimes a little bit less uh, or more, depending upon how much make-ready work there is to do, it, it's a little more uh, cost-effective to do. And I think the, uh, you know, there's a mixture of those, probably far more um, level two chargers out there right now uh, than, than the uh, supercharger. But you know, the supercharger is, is gaining ground because no one wants to sit for an extended period of time 
even to just, you know, you want to get a, you maybe want to get a hundred mile charge and uh, therefore you, you don't really want to spend any more than a half an hour or, or so. And that means that you're, you're going more towards a supercharger, uh, high capacity charger to do that type of thing. And if you were to put it in a commercial building, obviously you'd have to get one of these services where you'd have to charge for it because strangers are just coming in using your electricity. Yeah, I mean, there, they, there are those uh, out there that, you know, you use a card or you know, a card reader or some type of technology like that where you are, um, you know, charging a fee to charge. Could be 50 cents, could be a dollar, dollar fifty an hour or something like that, depending upon how much profit, you know, you want to you gain on it uh, as opposed to a, a convenience. Um, I think for the most part here so far, uh, the aspect of charging hasn't, hasn't been as much as, you know, it has been a public benefit. I think we're in a stage right now where most entities are trying to um, tout the public benefit of the charging station, you know, as opposed to re recovering the, you know, type of, money for the, for the use of it. So, um, you know, I think that, but um, range, range anxiety is lower now because the batteries are getting better, the technology is getting better. And um, of course, all of the major car makers now are committing resources to, uh, to go electric. Uh, in a greater way, so I believe that uh, you know they're going to become more and more prevalent, and we as a utility would want to also be ready for that, uh, so that we have the network, the capacity, and uh, the infrastructure available uh, for them uh, as, as they come forward. And of course, you don't need a catalytic converter that can be stolen from your car. <laughs> to be sold for use to make batteries for electric cars. <laughs> that's, that's true, that's true. Anything else? I just had a question about the Middletown Township you had mentioned got 215,000 grants for the Republic chargers. Would you happen to know if that covered 50% of the cost, 100% of the cost? I, or? I don't. No, I figured it is. No yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. but. Uh, I'm sure they would uh, be willing to share information with you. They haven't uh, reached out to us for a whole lot of support up to this point, uh, but I'm sure we will be, you know, talking to them as time goes on. You know, because we'll have to we'll have to set a meter and bring uh, bring power to wherever it is that they decide to place them. So, anyone else have any other questions? I'm wondering if, if I may. Yes. Sure. Um, so, as as you see, municipalities putting uh, in charging stations, and probably these will be the fast chargers and maybe second generation fast chargers. I'm, you know, at some point, your uh, municipalities are going to say. We can't continue to subsidize your consumption 
right? So have you, have, has Pico or anybody else thought about something like an easy pass uh, card that would go with your car to, to, uh, to charge it up so that the, the person using the electricity is actually paying for that? No, I think it's a, it's a, certainly a, a good concept. You know, in terms of Pico's involvement, we're going to be the, the infrastructure. Uh, we're not going to be the, we're not selling charging stations. We're not servicing charging stations. We are trying to incentivize the use of them um, and, and help with that, at least initially to get, to get things going. But, uh, you know, our job is going to be making sure that uh, we have the capacity, um, you know, in order to, uh, to serve those charging stations and, and meet the demand. You know, people are building larger and larger homes. They're consuming more electricity. This is, in a way, you know, an additional appliance uh, in some respects um, that we have to be aware of, you know, when we're sizing our capacity in order to be able to provide the infrastructure necessary to operate the program. 